Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. So, do you want marketing made simple? Shopify removes the guesswork with built-in tools that help you create, execute, and analyze all your online marketing campaigns. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com income, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com income now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com income. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello and welcome to Make Me a Musical. A little late today. Thanks, Andrew. Oh, we're doing fantastic, though. Thank you, Jess. <laughs> um, so what have we got today, Andrew? You came up with like the most, the best idea, and I'm into it. I- I'm ready for this. Yeah, yeah. Well, you had a, a really bad idea. You wanted to do catfishing the musical, <laughs> and I was like, that sounds terrible. What if we did catfishing? The musical. I was sold. I was sold. (laughs) Um, So this is about the legit sport of catfishing. Yes, a a legitimate sport uh, where you catch uh, catfish. Um, And there's no other meaning to the term catfishing. So catfish are named for their prominent barbels, um, which resemble a cat's whiskers. Catfish range in size and behavior from the three largest species alive. <laughs> Very interesting so far. Um, you need to have like the very basics. It is not as easy as catching normal fish. It sounds like. So, why is catching catfish more difficult? Um, I don't quite know. I think they're just smarter and better and significantly larger than most fish. 
Like, you need so this like weird, like, toilet paper, like, you know, like, one of those noodles? You kind of need a pool noodle to catch a catfish. Okay. It's called I mean, noodling. Where, where do catfish, where are they found? Like, where where do we have to set this show? Ooh. They're found all over the world, um, but they live mostly in the United States. So, it's, uh, the the largest catfish ever has been found in the Missouri River. Uh, it's going to be a southern show. Yeah, it's going to be a real parade here. Missouri. Okay, okay. Uh, Honestly, I'm kind of into it so far. (laughs) So, should there just be a catfishing contest? Should we be, like, really that big into it? I feel like it's got to be, you've got to have a character who finds catfishing and is, like, just drawn in. And it's about, it's about that and maybe he also he meets somebody and they fall in love i love it but also it has to be online like they're they're just watching him <laughs> no 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 here's my thought okay so okay we we you want to tie it back into catfishing right cuz yeah cuz funny joke the funny joke is there what if they do meet in person it's not over the internet but you tie it in by having uh, the person they meet be deceptive in other ways. Uh, oh, and then it. What if it's like an um, uh, what is it? A Willy Wonka situation where they're being blackmailed, <laughs> like they're being paid by the alternate team to try to throw them off the game and learn all the secrets. Oh, an emotional okay, catfish. So, so they fall in love, but. Like what? Like the, it's still all about the tournament, and then he realizes that, like, hey, you're you were using me or whatever. It's one of those stories, you know. Um, yeah, yeah, it's one of those. And then they have the second act breakup, and he's like, "Oh, I'm doing worse than the catfishing tournament." But then he decides he's gonna focus on the catfishing tournament, and he that's all he cares about. Um, and maybe he wins, but he realizes he's still not happy, and he's he feels like he's missing something, and that's when he meets back up with with the person that he's fallen in love with. Uh, yeah, I'm in. I'm into it. Um, all right. So because really, the hardest catfish to catch is true love. <laughs> Um, <laughs> fuck you for one. So there's a bunch of ways to catch a catfish. It's not, as I said earlier, there's not just one way where you just throw your bait in the water. I'm sure you'll get there, but that isn't the real way. So there's one way called jugging, um, where you throw bait in and then you um, basically throw it in with like spray paint or some kind of bottle that let that is your bobber. Um, there's another one called lib lining, where you literally just tie your line to a tree and wait. <laughs> rod and reel where you um really need a really long fishing line um and you need some really heavy booty heavy duty hooks um and then there's noodling where you use a pool noodle wait 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 we got all these different methods i know this is like this is like a bunch of different songs already exactly what if what if you meet what if it's not like he meets one person and falls in love what if it's like He's trying to get into catfishing and he meets a bunch of different people and he feels like he likes all of them and they're all their personalities are sort of like 
based around the type of catfishing that they do. The method they use, yeah. Kind yeah, of like a ratatouille like the situation. The guy that ties it to a tree is just, like, super laid back and is <laughs> like, yeah, just, like, I like catfishing. I just kind of chill here, you know? <laughs> and in the end, he has to use all of them to catch his catfish, which is bigger than all of theirs combined. Oh, man. But he also has to figure out which one he wants to have his mentor have as his mentor which is kind of like the main romance story it's more of an obi-wan situation and he gets catfished by an obi-wan that like is taking advantage of him and he should have stayed with the one we all knew was the good obi-wan and then he that one is okay can we can we agree the bad one has to be the pool noodle guy oh yeah the noodle the noodle come on The noodler has to be the bad Actually, guy. no, I mean, I'm, I'm going to argue differently. Because the noodle one is the cheapest one, and that would be, like, the most homegrown one. He would be the one that kind of does it out of love, and all the other ones are, like, doing it because, you know, we got the money, we got it, and we got these corporate sponsors. And he's like, I do it because I know what I'm doing. You don't need no expensive hooks or nothing. You just need a pool noodle. I mean, I can kind of see that, but at the same time, I just want the noodle guy to be the bad guy. <laughs> Uh, we'll workshop that. We'll workshop that. <laughs> There's okay. an argument for both sides. Well, let's 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 see. We need we need to start the show somehow. What's this guy's name? Like Jim Bob or? No, I feel like he's like a, a raised in New York and then he moved to Missouri and he's just so excited. Uh, okay, like so he's fish, fish out, out of water. water. <laughs> so okay, a catfish out of water. So yeah. he's um. What's his name then? His name is like uh Neve Schulman. Neve. That was the guy from the catfish documentary. Neve Schulman? Yeah, that was his name. Okay. Well we can why don't we just change a couple of letters on that? How about Steve uh Buellman? Let's just call him Ned. Ned is a good name. Ned Flanders. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, no. Something Midwestern. Um, uh, Ned Martinez. That's how he's from New York. I don't know. Is this a big city? Is this like a big city boy moves to the country and doesn't understand it? Or is it I just think like his a... parents were from the Midwest, and then he spent most of his life in a big city because they moved for work, and now they're coming back home because, you know, the economy. <laughs> All right. So, so Ned Schulman. Yeah. Uh, Ned Schulman. <laughs> he comes back home and he's like excited because he's always kind of like been more of a country boy at heart. Why does he want a catfish? Um, because that's what his grandpa used to do. Ah, uh, and he's like, I gotta get back to my roots. Yeah, like the okay, okay. The grandfather died, and then they get the house, and that's why they're coming back to Missouri. And, and he th- sees some. He sees some catfishing equipment, and he's interested, and mm-hmm. he's like... And then the old man that lived next door who used to catfish with Grandpa all day, a little older, in fact, he's the one that taught Grandpa how to do it, sees him, and he's like a little grumpier. He's a little harsh, and he's like, oh, why don't you train me? He's like, yeah, you don't got it in you. So he goes to, like, all the other folks. You ain't got the spark, kid. A little bit. A harsh, <laughs> a harsh, tough love kind of guy. <laughs> And so he's like, I'm going to try anyway. And he teaches himself and he keeps coming. No, no, no. You're doing it wrong. You little, you little twerp. You hold it like this. Ah, you ain't done with that noodle and stuff. You got, you got a limb line. I want him to like, 
get involved in some sort of catfishing community. Yes. And he meets up with different people to learn their methods. <laughs> exactly. And the grand it's like Mean Girl situation where he takes him and he's like, you don't sit around that group. That group is the bad ones. And Thursdays they wear orange. Because they go hunted Thursdays. Yeah. So... I don't know what's what. What are the methods again? Like, what do we have? Uh, let me pull up the page. Sorry, I've been like searching through other things. We have jugging. I know jugging, jugging. was a good one. Yeah, jugging is like where you use a jug as your marker instead of like a fishing lure, Bob. Okay, so what I picture with the jugging guy, we get a guy. His name, his name's like uh, you know, Bobby Joe, Jim Bob, you know, Southern name. He's like a bigger guy, and he's in a jug band. Yeah. <laughs> He's in a jug band, but he also likes jugging for catfish. Yes, I love know? it. And he and he plays a jug band song about jugging for catfish and and Ned, he's like, you know, I don't really I don't really know if this is for me. <laughs> he's like, it just it, it feels wrong. Like, oh everything this isn't the way I learned. So but then we get a fun jug band song, you know? Yeah. I feel like that's Act one has got to be just learning these different methods and meeting these crazy characters and getting some fun songs. Yeah, and it, none of them are evil. Like, they're all competitors, but none of them are really mean against each other. I don't want it to no, be No, they like... just... They all think that their method's the best, and that's, yeah. you know, that's that. Then you got the Rod and Reel, which is a real big energy one where you really show throw it off. There's also one called Yo-Yoing, which I think is really fun. <laughs> okay, so rod and reel sounds like it'd be expensive. Is yes. this like you have to have good equipment? You gotta have this has gotta big, be like long rod this is like reel. a rich guy. Yeah, this is like a rich guy. He's got like a, a business suit and like a yacht, and he's like, yeah, let's go catfishing. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like teaching him like the best way to do it is to do it for the money. I catfish for the money. <laughs> and then <laughs> Ned's like, so if I wanted to use this method, which it looks pretty effective. Uh, how much is this going to cost? And then he, like, whispers it in his ear, and, and then Ned's what? like, What? <laughs> Funny gag, you know, something like that. <laughs> um, and then, okay, okay. Originally, he's doing this because he wants to... Uh, uh, all right, I got this. I figured out where the rest of this narrative goes. So his next-door neighbor, harsh at first, and then they grow together, and throughout Act 1, they teach each other a bunch of things. And then he, they're about to... To go uh, catfishing together. That's their big thing. Like when they go on the catfishing tournament, they're about to go on the lake together. But yeah, the night before, he suffers a fall and he dies. The old man, and he's like, "Oh no, no!" And he has to take. On, that's the end of Act One. He has to take on the catfishing tournament all by himself. I don't want the old man to die from a fall. Can he just? Die peacefully. Yeah, he dies peacefully. He's like super old. Um, yeah, he's coming back to join his friend in the sky, his grandfather. Yeah. And um, then, yeah. And then he has to go up against all the other people we set up as super competent, super smart. And in the end, he has to use the old man's ways and a little bit of everyone else's ways. And even though they all the other old men lose, oh, there's got to be one lady. Um, The lady can be the yo-yoer. She's the older lady on the thing, and she's just a yodeler. <laughs> Wait, how do you how do you yo-yo for oh, a catfish? Oh shit! Uh, it's like basically like pulling it in and back in and letting it out really really fast. Oh, it's like fly fishing then. Yeah, a little bit. You have to have a specific kind of kind of reel. I want it to be a younger lady then. Can we okay. get like a can we be like a a Gen Zer and they're like 
yo-yoing? Yeah, I love it. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I really want this to be, I want it to be like super over the top. Like, oh yeah, this is not a all, subtle thing. These are like absurd caricatures based on the type of, of method they use for catfishing. You know? Yeah. Like, uh, I, I don't want these to be like real people. In no, any way. these are these fake are just, cartoon humans, but. Yeah, these are like cartoon characters. And I don't want there to be any romance between him and the yo yo girl. It's just like platonic friends, like. No, um, no, no. They're just. These are all. They're all competitors, and he's only there to learn from these people. Yeah. And she, like, is new to the school, and she's, like, really excited because, hey, there's going to be someone you know at school when we get back in the fall, and that, that kind of energy. Yeah. Like, same age, contemporary. But he has to use bits of everyone's stuff in the end. So even though they lose the competition, they're just so darn proud that he was able to use their methods. So so the, the second act is... The competition, basically. Do we, do we kind of open with the old man uh, dying, basically, act two? Um, yes, we do. Uh, and then he gets kind of emotional. He, I think Act Two is like he considers giving up because he's like, "Man, I've never found my own method. I I don't know how I'm gonna do it." And then he he finds he a realizes, missing letter from his grandfather. And then he realizes that he doesn't need his own method. He already's got he's got everything he needs already. Yes, from everybody else. He's got the heart of a catfish. <laughs> <laughs> and then he wins he wins the catfishing competition. However. However, you win a catfishing competition, I don't actually know. I think really the rich know. guy is has to be the only one that is evil enough to kind of sabotage him. So he does something to sabotage him, but he overcomes. If we're beating like the narrative structure of what we need to do, the rich guy gets intimidated yeah. by how good he is. None of the none of the other uh, none of the other guys doing catfishing like the rich guy either, because the rich guy only does it for money. He doesn't he doesn't he like doesn't do it. it for the heart of the sport. Everybody else does it for the heart of the sport. He just does it because he's like, man, this is easy, and I can buy really expensive gear. I look cool doing it, and it's great being the best. Yeah. I mean, we all feel that way sometimes. So, it wraps up. He's the winner, and everyone is there proud of him, and he de he gives a speech dedicating it to both his grandfather and the old man that taught him all the best ways. Missouri. Yeah. <laughs> and I I mean, I don't know how you end it, but I guess maybe all of the ones everybody except for the bad guy get together and just sing about how cool it is. Yeah, they they I mean, we I know how we end it. We end it with next year's catfishing competition. <laughs> And everyone's using his way and coming up to him like there's a bunch of new kids interested. And you're like, tell us your way, main lead character. Um, or Ned, Ned Schulman. And he's like, man, I can't teach you my way without teaching you everyone else's way. You got to figure that out for yourself, young man. <laughs> or woman. <laughs> And then he's the old, or we could skip about 60 years in the future, and he's the old man teaching everyone the ways, but it's played by the same actor that played our <laughs> old man. <laughs> you know, like George Takei at the end of Allegiance. Yeah, yeah, I can see it. I can see that. Um, 
I mean, overall, I think this is a very simple show. This is like the most really simple. Like Ben Brantley would be like, well, I mean, it's it's competent, I guess. Ben Brantley like, I don't understand why I should care about catfishing. Catfishing is uh, not something that anyone should care about. My God, <laughs> these podunk hicks. <laughs> What do they think this is? Who do they think we are? This is Broadway. Okay, but I think we get we get an, a, a variety of music styles here. You know, everything from, like, jug band music to, like, I feel like we could even throw in some, like, you know, hip-hop, country, everything. I agree. <laughs> I feel like everyone has to have their own style. Like, it's not just country music, but it does take place in Missouri. And everyone calls well, it I don't Missouri. want it to be country. I want it to be like bluegrass, too, Yeah, because I think that's Bright be star. So we get Steve Martin. To... No, Steve Martin's not involved. Steve Martin is not allowed to be involved. In no, this. he plays the old man, the cranky old man. Okay, never mind. He can be involved. He's the old man. <laughs> but he has to write at least one song, and he plays the banjo himself. That's the only reason why I want to cast him, is because he can play the banjo yeah. himself. The old man gets the true bluegrass song? Yes, of course. I really, I really want there to be a, a mix of music, though, that everybody has their own style. And then maybe what we could do at the end is have kind of a, a, a genre-like um, combination. Like, you take one thing from every style that we went through and kind of combine it in the end song. I, I love it. I love this. I, I want to see this musical because I feel like it would make me feel good. <laughs> I feel like it's just a feel-good show. It's just a show you'd watch and you'd be like, you know what? For some reason, I like catfishing now. And that was just some fun, you know? <laughs> um. All right, all right, all right. Uh, so we agree Steve Martin's starring and doing the score. Um, Steve Martin gets top billing, but he's not the star. He's he's the old man's secondary character. Yeah, he's like the, the George Takei. <laughs> Yeah, he can get top billing, but we find somebody who's uh, who's more talented to play the lead. Um, yeah, I think I think we got a musical here. Is the sad thing. I know we're only twenty minutes in, but I I I want this. Um, so what's the old man's name? Let's figure out names real quick. Um, the old man. He's lived in Missouri his whole life. Uh, he's got to have some sort of Missourian name. Um, I don't know. What about David? Um, David feels like a Missourian name. Old man David. Never learned his last name. Uh, what about what about Davy? I like old Davy. Old man Davy. Yeah. I'm into it. I um, love it. Um, we got Ned Schulman, the girl. Um, I feel like she should have like this really, um. I don't want to say androgynous, but kind of like Alex or something. Like something that could be both like um, masculine and fem feminine because I feel like she's being torn in both directions in a good way. Hmm. Yeah. I'm trying to think of what that name could be. I guess Alex works fine. We could We can use Alex. It's fine. Or even like uh, Chuck, like one of those kind of names, like a girl called Chuck. Oh, yeah. I like that. <laughs> I'm into that. 
Okay. Um, all right. And then for the other uh, four versions, um, the Jugman, I imagine, like, Elliot or something. Uh, Elliot is definitely a good name. Yeah, we can we can use Elliot. Um, limb limbing, um, limb lining. Um, that guy needs to be like calm as as shit. He needs to be like a Garfield energy. Lorenzo. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Lorenzo just sounds like uh, chill. I know you're you're stealing it from the Garfield <laughs> yeah. voice actor, but the name sounds like chill AF. Hey, it doesn't matter where you get your things as long as you get them. It's true. Um, Rod and real uh, what guy. What about the um, Rod and real guy has to have like a New York City like stock broker name. Um, oh. like a a Kevin. Uh, what about Chad? I like uh, Chad feels too easy. Um, Brad. Brad, that's better. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Brad. I got a speedboat. Let's go catfishing. Brad, <laughs> get in my speedboat. Then the noodler. <laughs> the noodler needs to be like a gruff and tumble kind of works with like five dollars and nothing else kind of guy. Yeah. How about uh? How about Harper? No, no, Sparky. Some kind of like nickname type name. Uh. Scruffy. Nickname type name. Uh, Scruffy is too stereotypical. Yeah, it's, but something like that. Uh. I got nothing. <laughs> what if they just call him Griff? Griff? Isn't Griff a real name, though? I mean, yeah, but that could, that's more likely going to be a nickname. All right, we can use Griff. Like, he has like a real name, name but they call him Griff. Sure. All right, and we got all those characters. They got their own... I don't even see this as being a two-act musical, honestly. It's like a cute one-act. <laughs> like, a very well-executed one-act, like, come from away. I, I'm kind of feeling like this would have come from away energy. I mean, that's what we're going for, isn't it? Like, there's probably not as dark and emotional through line as come from away, but it works. I mean, it's got an emotional through line. Obviously, there's no, like, uh, like 9-11 type stuff going no. on. No. But... <laughs> but, you know, we got an emotional through line. With his relationship <laughs> with the old man and his, like, former relationship with his grandfather and all that. I imagine his grandfather's, like, a gusto presence in his life, like Ratatouille. I don't want him to be a character, though. I feel no, like no, no, no. Like, Photos. He can, like, that. have pictures of him and stuff, but I don't want him to, like, talk at all. I, I don't agree. Either I think a letter at the end, maybe, and that's as much. Like he has to have like this presence that you feel, but you never see him. I'm down for that. Now, who would uh who would write? Um, Do we just we know Steve Martin's doing the music and playing the old man. Um, <laughs> I don't who oh I think Janine Tesori would do a very good job since she did great with Violet. Mm, true. Uh, Violet is a good one. But I want I, I want that feel of come from away and those guys really nailed that style. Um let's just get them all involved. We get the people from Violet, the Steve Martin guys from Come From Away. <laughs> they all come to bring together. them all together. Irene Sankoff this... would and her husband David Hine. Um they would be who I'd choose. I mean, come on. It's a uh... 
it's a it's a catfishing show. Come on in. Is it based on anything? No, not even a little bit. It's based on catfishing. The the movie, the documentary, it's about like that. No. Like literal catfishing. Well, you know what we need to do though? There has to be a scene. There's got to be a nightmare scene where we like see like demon catfish coming after him. Like that has to be like a thing that happens in there. Or you get to have all these catfish puppets coming at you. Yeah. I think I mean, like after I don't his know. first night of training, and he's just like, "I don't know what method I should use," and he like his then bunch of catfish start attacking him. And you just have the dream. the catfish, catfish nightmare. Exactly, spooky catfish hell dream. Okay, I'm fine with it. Although I was th- I was really picturing the set being like super minimal. So was I. I was expecting I... I was expecting these to be like on sticks and all that and like just minimal. I gets the idea across. You know, get the idea of the catfish nightmare, but don't you don't have to go over the top. No, with it. no, no, it doesn't no. Doesn't have no. to look. It doesn't have to look like the Lion King. No, <laughs> or even like spooky Mormon hell dream. It doesn't have to be that yeah. intense either. I think I mean, we got a musical. I, this is a sad thing. I want to see this. <laughs> I feel like this is another pretty good one where we just... This is a subject we knew nothing about, and somehow <laughs> we managed to make it something that I think is interesting. Yeah, that's a sad thing. Like, even on premise alone, I was like, what? Who would make this? And now I'm like, I kind of want to see this. Yeah, I mean... That's the unexpected joy of this show. I'm down. Um, all right. Uh, there we go. Andrew, we did it. We made a musical. We have created the world's first catfishing musical. <laughs> but not about that kind of catfishing. You know, the obvious one we're not doing. The obvious one is too boring, I think. It's y- just like... Yeah, I agree. You know what that show is already. You've seen it in your head. I also feel like it would be very easy for that show to be ridiculously cringe. problematic. So cringe. <laughs> extreme cringe yes <laughs> i i mean it, already it feels like you know setting people up for failure <laughs> watching the show so, now is like the most depressing thing in the world yeah so instead we did an uplifting wholesome show about catfish the sport of catfishing <laughs> I don't even know if people do it for sport. Like, if you got a fish that wasn't a catfish, do you fucking get disqualified? <laughs> I don't know. It's n- it's a sport now, though. We made it one for the concept of this stupid musical. All right, you guys. What do you think of this musical? What do you want us to make into a next musical? Let us know. But we'll see you next week, probably, on Make Me a Musical. Cue the music. <laughs> I forget what song we use for this. One. <laughs> there we are.
Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.